Yep. Yeah, I got one. Hey, hey Gerard, how you doing? I'm doing well, Evan. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, I wanted to just ask you, you know, a couple times on Sunday, I saw like Jawan kind of go right up to the line of scrimmage and like shoot the gap, so to speak, um, even against the run. And I, I'm curious, you know, kind of what you can tell me is like sort of the purpose of doing that. And is it, would you guys call that sort of like a run blitz or are, are those, you know, kind of situational, I guess, you know, whether they, the offense throws it or not, but, you know, I, I'm just trying to understand uh, better what, you know, that sort of action is, is being called for, I guess. Yeah, we've, we've done that uh, over the years. It's just a way for us to get to, you know, whether it's a nose tackle there or sending a linebacker there, it's really the same exact thing. And so that's the way we kind of think about it. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, we'll go to Nick O'Malley, followed by Chris Ryan. Go ahead, Nick. Hey, Gerard. Uh, first off, uh, Tennessee in the top 10 this week. How's that feel? <laughs> Feels good, Nick. Feels good, man. The balls are back. We just got to keep it going now. So been a long time. Uh, I wanted to ask about uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, always known as a pretty athletic quarterback, especially as a scrambler. How has his mobility changed over the years? You know, he's a very different quarterback uh, than Lamar Jackson, but what uh, his ability to escape from the pocket and make those sort of off balance, just bomb downfield and nowhere throws, how, what kind of threat does that present? Uh, it's, a, it's a huge problem. Um, you know, obviously he's not as athletic as uh, the quarterback we played last week, but I would say he has great pocket awareness and he has the ability to make all the throws. Um when you talk about a quick release, I mean, there's no one that has a quicker release in the league. So uh, it definitely poses a, a problem to everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we'll go to Chris Ryan. Go ahead, Chris. Chris? Hey, Gerard, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Chris? Good. Um, along the, those lines with Aaron Rodgers, what type of a quarterback, in your view, is the most difficult one to you know, prepare for? Is it a Rodgers, you know, Josh Allen type? Obviously, Lamar Jackson could do things people haven't you know, seen before. What, in your view, is the most difficult quarterback to try to prepare for? Uh, you know, I think they all pose, you know, challenges in of themselves. And then it's also, you know, it's, it's oftentimes easy to focus on the quarterback, but there are also a bunch of players around those guys who are, you know, they also oftentimes have weapons uh, there are dangers at different spots, whether it's a, a great tight end like we played last week or, you know, even this week we have, you know, you know, Rogers has some good tight ends, some good receivers, some great weapons. I would say they all they all pose a threat. Um, anytime you go against a guy like Rogers with a quick release like that, where there's always there always seems to be two plays going on at the same time. It, it's always difficult. At the same time, anytime you go against a quarterback that's as agile and as um, athletic as a Lamar Jackson and can also throw the ball, you know, he's like a triple threat as well. So it, it's always a problem. There's been questions about kind of the chemistry with the, the Packers, you know, core and Rogers at this point. And obviously, you know, that's something that develops over time for you as a defense perspective, you obviously want to make him uncomfortable. How do you go about doing that when you know, the chemistry may not be there with Rogers and his, his receivers, his core at this point? I would say with any quarterback, um, you always try to make them feel uncomfortable. You always try to make them uh, get off the spot. And so, you know, especially with a guy like Rodgers, who is very accurate in all of his throws, rarely throws interceptions. Uh, he's okay taking a sack. You know, he doesn't want to make those mistakes. But he's one of those guys that, you know, when he's in rhythm, he, he's outstanding. And he can make all the throws even when he's not in rhythm. So, yeah, he's definitely a problem. And, and once again, I think you hit it on the head. You know, they haven't played together long enough uh, to really 
build that chemistry. I think everyone across the league is still trying to figure out uh, who they are. Thanks. Okay, we'll go to Karen next, and then uh, Nick O'Malley has another question. Go ahead, Karen. Good morning, Gerard. Good morning, Karen. How are you? Well, how are you? Doing well, thanks. Mike uh, Pellegrino is saying before you came in that uh, going to Green Bay was kind of on his bucket list of, <laughs> of places to go. Um, is it? Did you have that same kind of feeling uh, when you went there? And what was that your first experience like? Well, this this will be my first experience. Oh, when, really? Yeah, when the team went there, um, I was hurt, so they they left me behind. And um, you know, it's definitely a, a place where there's a lot of history. Uh, excited to get out there, but at the same time, it's a business trip for me. Uh, if I want to go sightseeing, I'll, I'll try to get back out there in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds good. Uh, well, you'll have enough sightseeing uh, in the stadium. Uh, I, I'm sure you'll be trying to cover every blade of grass with Aaron Rodgers out there. Kind oh, of, sure. kind of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, and that's the thing, though. Is he's just uh, he's just one of those guys that can that can do it all. You know, these type of quarterbacks, these are generational type of talent. You know, he's a generational type of talent. So, uh, you know, we don't look at it as a challenge. We look at it as an opportunity for us to go out there and play well. You know, we know there are challenges that he presents and that the whole offense presents, but it's also an opportunity for us to come together and continue to grow as a defense. Lastly, how different is it? Usually when you play the Packers, um, you know, it's about trying to eliminate Devontae Adams or trying to trying to stop him. He doesn't have him anymore. So is it kind of a different approach? Uh, I'm not quite sure <laughs> if he has a go to guy like that. Lazar, maybe. but. Uh, how about the approach when there's not this one guy that you're yeah. trying to eliminate? I think that's a great question. I would say in some ways it makes it more difficult, you know, because he's now spreading the ball around to all these guys. Um, so you don't really, you know, you're not sitting there like, yo, we got to take this one guy away because once again, a guy like Rogers can make all of the throws. So um, it's definitely difficult guarding all these guys. They have a lot of you know good size on that offense as well. Uh, guys that can catch the ball. Even Mercedes Lewis is still playing. It's, you know, I still remember him back when I played. And uh, he's as old as you. <laughs> <laughs> he might be older, but he's still doing a great job for him. And um, you know, they got that a bunch of weapons. And and Aaron Rodgers has no problem finding those guys. So, thanks, Gerard. Thanks, Karen. We'll probably have time for one more question from Nick O'Malley. Go ahead, Nick. Hey, Gerard, uh, uh, Ty Law was on the radio this morning talking about how he was looking at guys like Devin McCourty uh, to take up a bigger leadership role with, with um, in the wake of uh, Mac uh, uh, go, going down and being questioned this week. Is that something that uh, like players on the defensive side, when you especially have a veteran leadership like this, uh, sort of have, feel a, a responsibility to sort of step up and take a bigger ownership because the court, uh, the starting quarterback isn't available? Look, I'll say this, um, you know, with Devin and with Slater and you know, we have great leadership uh, on this team. Honestly, like, I don't think you can just turn up the leadership when when one leader goes down, either you're a leader or you're not. And so I expect those guys to remain the same in the offensive side. They they still have leadership over there as well. And look, you know, who knows, you know, with Mac, but at the same time, it's not like you get hurt and you're out of the building. I know that all too well, right? And when I was injured, I stayed around in the building as well. So, uh, and then don't forget about the coaches, the coaching staff as well. So uh, I'm not really worried about that. Um, what kind of leadership can you provide, even if you're not on the field, as someone who just mentioned has that sort of experience? 
Yeah, just because you're not on the field doesn't mean you can't be in meetings. Just because you're not on the field doesn't mean you can't uh, have ideas. Just because you're not on the field doesn't mean you can't provide feedback to the players or the coaches. So, uh, you know, his opinion is very valuable around here. And and once again, like, look, I'm not trying to talk about leadership, but we have a lot of guys on this team um, who have played a lot of ball at a high level. So we just have to bounce back. All of our focus is on the Packers, and we'll see what happens. Thanks, Gerard. Thanks, Nick. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Gerard. Thank you. Recording stopped.